This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. Hey guys, Adam Ray here. Welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. If you haven't subscribed, do that right here. Subscribe to the show. Get your ALN clips, your episodes, all your goodies and treats. Trick or treat, by the way. Um, trick or treat, smell my feet. Eh? Eh? Somebody said that to me recently and I was like, you're an adult. Uh, but uh, happy pre-Halloween. Uh, be safe. Uh, I know that people put razor blades and, uh, you know, Plan B and inside the candy corns and the uh, milk, Milky Ways. But um, I digress. That's a story for another day. Today's episode is a doozy. We got the one and only TJ Miller. You know him from Silicon Valley, My Idiot Brother, Deadpool, Carpoolers, Conan, his stand-up special right now. Dear Jonah is streaming on YouTube, and it's fucking hilarious. He's one of my faves. It's a great episode, top to bottom. So many laughs, so many improvs, so many goofs. You're going to love it. Follow him uh, at Teenage Millionaire on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, TJ Miller does not have a website.com is his website for tour dates. Check that out. Check me out, AdamRayComedy.com uh, for all my tour dates. And we got a bunch coming up. I will be announcing these soon. But just to give you a few, we're coming to Knoxville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Seattle, Washington, Lexington, Kentucky, Denver, Colorado, San Sacramento, California, San Jose, California, Santa Rosa, California, Portland, Oregon, Las Vegas, Nevada, Timonia, Maryland, Batavia, Illinois, San Francisco, California, Royal Oak, Michigan, San Diego, California, Richmond, Virginia, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida, Phoenix, Arizona, Sa Salem, Oregon, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Fort Worth, Texas. So get all those tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Twitter and Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy. Tic Tac. Tic Tac, Tic -tac sir? Dumb and Dumber. One of my favorite movies. My favorite movie. Uh, Adam Ray Comedy on TikTok. And of course, my specials. Read the Room, live from Madison, uh, on my YouTube. Uh, Young Rock comes back November 4th on NBC, season three. I'm Vince McMahon. Welcome to Chippendales Drops Hulu, November 22nd. Uh, the School for Good and Evil on Netflix from director Paul Feig, who gave you Bridesmaids, The Heat, and Spy. I'm in that. That comes out on Netflix October 19th. And um, welcome to Flatch. I'm in that show. I play Jamie Presley's ex-husband. I don't know when my episodes drop. I think later in the season, but that's on Fox on Thursdays. Enjoy the episode. T.J. Miller. Hey, it's Herbert. Into the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. 
I'm taking this moment to announce a Hollywood Squares only podcast hosted by me and TJ Miller. Really excited for it, guys. It's something that you haven't heard before because no one's heard of it. It's called Circle Gets a Square. Yeah, exactly. It's called Square Peg, Huge Hole. <laughs> yeah. Remember they used to say that, Circle Gets a Square, when you Circle. got the right answer. Remember? Circle Gets a Square. Because everyone's in My a square. My favorite thing was Rip Torn. Yeah. And then the guy who, his name was Paul... Giamatti. No. Was Giamatti ever on the <laughs> squares? Just somehow that works. <laughs> it was Paul Giamatti. He's so funny. He's his whole Paul Lind. I don't mm. need to look it up. And he was so funny because he had all those quips yeah. where it's like, what is and I can should we not no, let's do use it. these? You want to cans it up for me, Mo? Turn up the audio in the uh, cans. Can you hear yourself? Um, no. Turn it, turn it up, up, up. There we up, go. There we go. A little bit more. Now a little bit more. Yep, yep, now yep, it's yep, real. Yep, that sounds good. Um, and so, uh, Paul yeah, Lind. Yeah, and so he was. That's it's interesting. I, on the last podcast too, I'm like forgetting stuff. I think as it's just been overloaded with yeah. press for Dear Jonah, bro. And let me just, now streaming on YouTube and my stand-up special. Let me just stop the presses right now to say. Uh, there's a lot of specials out there. Stop watching anything but Dear Jonah and put Dear Jonah on. Stream it on YouTube now. Type in TJ Miller stand-up special or Dear Jonah or type in Jonah Hill, then delete Hill and add TJ Miller. But like, take a quick look at Jonah Hill over the years. Nice body of work. A lot of changes. A lot of changes. A lot of, lot uh, of changes, A lot though. of upgrades. So many changes. Bruce Hornsby retitled the song... That's just the way it is just, about Jonah Hill's changes. That's, that's it. David Bowie was talking about him. <laughs> yeah, that's who did changes. Tupac did changes oh, too, right? Can you pull your pants down? <laughs> Not from the waist, but near the calves. There's a lot of ankle there. That's why he has so much sock. Yeah. Disgusting. What's your sock to ankle ratio on a uh, regular day-to-day -day basis? I try and do very little ankle. Yeah. Do you wear socks? Yeah. I don't understand people that don't wear socks. That's what I'm getting at. Are, are you wearing them? Always. Always. Socks do you do flip-flops? Oh, yeah. Around the house. But never in public. I've been chastised for wearing flip-flops like to sporting events. You ever wear them on stage? No. No. But guess what? No judgment. I don't, I'm going to take back that response. You know? I think, no. You can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Just puke on the mic. <laughs> There were flip-flops on stage. <laughs> hey, but and no judgment. <laughs> oh, no. There's nothing left. <laughs> well, it's still coming out there. Hey, real quick. When's the last time you truly puked? And it felt good after. Wow. I don't. Wow. Yeah. Not so, so recently, but I did puke on. Have you ever been puking and they were supposed to introduce you for the show? Uh, I've been pooping and. Yes, I have. Have you? Oh, I've done all the things. I've done all the things that all you're of the body things. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'm saying like, you know, some sex before, some drinking before, done that, some puking before, some pooping before. Yeah. I've ejaculated right before, and I didn't know why. <laughs> Just on the way to stage, I was like, oh, woo, whoopsies. That's what I say when I ejaculate. Funniest, in the bedroom. By the way. Oh, oh, whoopsies. If you're a porn star, that's your catchphrase. I would love that. TJ, come too early. TJ, One come too early, Miller. <laughs> come too early. 
CTE. Is that the number two in between? Like he's got maybe. CTE. Oh, what's wrong with his head? Well, not the one you're to, thinking to of. CTE. Yeah. He has brain damage. <laughs> CTE? No, no, no. He, he did that with or without the brain damage, but I'll tell you what, it comes fast and it comes hard. Talking about his we. Yeah. Er, wiener. I love wiener, by the way. I've been kind of throwing that back into the rotation. I think that's much better, but uh, Adam Kroll, a couple of people did hog. Hog's all right. Look at the hog on that one. Hog is funny. Hog- Wiener is fun because it's not uh, intimidating. No, it's not aggressive. You could say that to a woman. I feel like had- Would you like to see my wiener? Had Louis C.K. been and like- she's hungry. <laughs> you show her bratwurst. They get a food. But it's fucking duct taped to your dick. <laughs> this is and where the problem- And she's going, yum on one, no go on two. And you go, which is which? She goes, you decide. Just walks out. You never see her again. But you take a good long gander <laughs> at the sausage duct taped to your dick. By the way, definitely. <laughs> and you say, which is which? Sabrina, the teenage witch is which. Oh, who was the voice of that cat Every, on that show? Everybody <laughs> thought the podcast would go here. Oh, 1,000%. Everybody watching. You, hey man, you drive the ship. I'm honored to be on board. I puked Pre-show. from taking Zantac, hmm. which I wouldn't understand, but I used to have terrible acid Which reflux. is OTC, over the counter. It's O-T-C. <laughs> O-D-B. O-T-C. You imagine, you imagine a right employee? C-T-E. Yeah. taking this O-T-C because of your C-T-E? You're like, yeah. who fucking told you, You're Gary? C-T, aren't you? Yeah, Gary. We all know your name is Gary. <laughs> Okay, so stop introducing yourself as Greg, <laughs> you dumb shit. Well, I've had some confrontations with some Reddit employees. With Greg versus Gary. <laughs> From a Gary to a Greg, I don't give a shit. And Dear Jonah, I have a joke about how every, a lot of Greg, great jokes. every Greg needs an egg. Yes, oh my God, and it's such very, a good bit. It's very true. Kate and I were just joking about that, saying every every Greg needs an egg. We would just it's stupid. As a just fun rhymes. inside joke saying, right? And then we we just we were with her friend got married, and her dad's name is Greg. He's a real Greg. And that particular Greg, he and I were talking about the pandemic and airports. A lot of Dear Jonah's pandemic humor, because I was like, I gotta burn this. Yeah. It's not gonna make sense later. Yeah. And it was gonna be called the pandemic special. Mm. And when I did it, I went and you know this, the second show Friday is always the worst show and it can be a disaster. Yeah. People can be really drunk. It can get really out of control. So I'm filming the special in Nashville and I do um, the first show on Friday. I filmed four, four shows. And the first show Friday, I was like, oh boy, that wasn't great. And then the second show, I said, well, look, if it gets out of hand, then I'm just gonna riff and we'll just have that to put on social media or whatever. And the director's like, no, 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 we just just do the same yeah. set. So I get on stage, ready to riff, and immediately it's the best audience. I, I know it right away. I'm like, this fucking audience is perfect, it's amazing. And then some guy in the front starts heckling. Some drunk asshole is like, fuck. And it's that drunk where he doesn't know that anybody else is in the room. So it's like positive heckling. He's like, yeah, that's true. I've been through that. (laughs) And I was hilarious. It's true. He's right. And I go, just shut up. I'm just going to ignore him. And I can't. He keeps. So I go in and I say, um, I just talked to him about it. You were in cargo pants. What's your cargo? Yes. What, what's your weight? What are you 
what's your freight? What are you hauling? And this was this guy. He immediately responds with this long explanation of why his he wears cargo pants, even though there's nothing in the pockets. Yeah. And after a couple seconds, everybody realizes, everyone in the room, oh, this guy's not drunk at all. This guy is intellectually divergent. Neurodivergent is what they're calling it now. <laughs> but he's he's developmentally challenged. Yes. Special needs. And the whole audience is like, oh, no. It's tense. What is TJ going to do? Because in Deadpool, I, I insult Ryan Reynolds all the time. And then I have the very, uh, you know, the privilege as Ehrlich from Silicon Valley, just fucking trash everybody in that yeah. show. So they're thinking. They're expecting a slam. What is he going to do? Yeah. And I just said, I want all of you guys to know that I am not going to make fun of him at all. <laughs> And the place explodes because yeah. the tension has been It was released. awesome. And it's honestly one of my favorite parts of the special. Yeah, I think it is the you best have a, part. A, a, no, the a best part is when he says, yeah, he mentions his favorite part of the show. It's the funniest part of the whole. But I say that, uh, and I tell him I like wearing things because they're comfortable too. I don't use all my pockets. Yeah. It's and selfish. then I keep going. It is selfish. <laughs> and then I keep going, and he just interrupts again. And then I incorporate him in the show. And then I start incorporating him more and more. And then he becomes the closer and he has the funniest moment. And he sort of becomes the star of the show. And that's why I didn't I renamed the pandemic special. I renamed it um, Dear Jonah. Because it's sort of a love letter to him and kind of bringing him up. And he is the best part of the show. And so it's interesting, too, because it did two great things for me. One, it's a really good representation of the fact that I will riff. I will completely, 1, wherever the show is going, that's where I'll go. You've always really been that way, by thing. the way. Always. Yeah. So it's a good thing to tell people is like, you know, and I, I'm going to improvise. If you see a live show, it's going to be that night. That's it. And then the other thing that it shows is like, I'm not a bad dude. I'm not an asshole. No. I really am this guy, as Kate would say over and over, it shows the shape of your heart and it takes everything within me not to be like, that sounds stupid. <laughs> Stop saying that. Okay. It's embarrassing to me. The sentiment. To you. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. And I'm even embarrassed for the people that are overhearing this. Through I'll turn to be like, this is really sad. I'm you're future here. embarrassed for the, the story. Future embarrassed. <laughs> uh, and so, no, but it really does. It kind of shows who I, so I love the special, but you have to watch the whole thing. You have to watch all the way through to get to the ending. And I know that people don't do that, but this is one of the ones. So it really is lightning in a bottle. And it really was kind of this absolutely perfect sort of thing. And it was all because Second Show Friday, he happened to be there. The audience happened to be the most amazing. They were great. Because when you do a special, how many shows are you? Yeah, usually two or three. And is it, did you do, you you go to a theater? Is that in your mind how you do it? Have you ever shot I've one at a club? I've only done the clubs, yeah. Which yeah. I the think next is right. Be a theater, yeah. But I love, see, I don't want to do that. I want, well, I, I love that, the clubs. Bro. Although Tampa Improv is in a theater and that's, I shot this special. You'll like this because you're so hardcore. I shot a special and then three weeks later, I shot a completely different special. What? A completely different hour long special. What? Yeah. Where's the that's Tampa gotta, one? That's got to be a fucking 
that's got to be a record or something like that. Yeah, it, it the Tampa like one it. is in the can, and I got to wait, but I'm going to release it early next year, awesome. and then I'm shooting another one in March. Wow, you just write like crazy, or you just been sitting on material? I, I've that been you're... sitting on that. It's called the Philosophy Circus. I've been sitting on that for too long, and then Dear Joan is out right now, and then the one that I'm going to shoot in March is. Um, uh, it's going to be at the American Comedy Company yeah, in San, San Diego. Diego. You Great know spot, that one. Yeah. And it's great. And that's going to be really stripped down. I don't know the name of it yet, but that's more stories about Hollywood. My wife and I having, Kate and I did a fertility thing. Oh, wow. That. And then just other dumb, but it's mostly stories, you know? Because I think is... I need one like that. That's a fucking kill room. That's amazing. And underground, and uh <clears throat> feels like you shouldn't be down there for some reason. Yeah, and it like does it's... have that. It's a secret. The yeah. fucking ceilings are super low. Real low. Oh, so you, you want to do one where you're kind of like peeling the curtain back. I like that, and I also want to do one where it's just people handheld, really like, it just feels really Cloverfield raw. Cloverfield style? Stupid. Yeah, Cloverfield style. Not underwater stuff. Well, when I saw that in the theaters, and I was like, "Did you?" I was like, "Oh, oh, TJ's a movie star." No, I think you were there, and you're like, "I'm, I feel woozy. I'm sick." No, this I felt giving me motion sickness. Not at all. I was high as fuck, and I loved it. Were you? Oh, it's unbelievable. Do you prefer going to see movies high or sober? Depends. If there's a dog, if it's Air Bud one through six, high as fuck. And you did see that in all the in theaters. theaters. Yeah, I wish they were all straight to DVD. I think one of them but actually. You would. Was. You, we all know this about you. You would rent a theater. And then you'd play the DVD. I'm a generous and guy. And it was expensive. You did it for the friends and the fans and the family. Yep. And after about Airbud 4, people stopped going. <laughs> I remember I got there for Airbud 6. There's no one in the theater, just Adam. And he was like, thanks for coming. And I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place. He's actually trying to go to a CVS. And you're like, well, I'm playing it over and over, just in the hopes that somebody comes. <laughs> it's every two hours on the hour. Oh, God. What a hey, I've got Bud. We're smoking Bud. I think the sports weren't believable at that point. I think that was the problem. Everyone got behind When he soccer. went into the luge, right. That was a problem. <laughs> he can't steer that. Although, he's making a comeback. Do you guys know this? Air Bud 9 is Pickleball. Pickleball. <laughs> the dumbest name for any sport. And I play squash. Do you really? Yeah. I'll be like, what about Gord? You very good at Gord? What the fuck is that? It's just bullshit. <laughs> There's no gourd. It's just a squash. Other gourds. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Dude, real quick. Pickleball. I'm actually trying to meet with somebody tomorrow because- To buy a pumpkin I don't pumpkin know if you farm. guys know this, and I should have, should have brought, I'm going to send you some hot sauce and peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I make hot sauce. Yes. I make peanut butter. And I'm trying, you can get them on my site, TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Soon to be on Amazon. Ooh. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? And so I do it. Uh, so I'm I'm into food stuff. So I'm trying to sell food. I want to be the Paul Newman of comedy, not salad dressing. Let it be. Wow. And so I want to meet with this guy called the Pickle Dude, and I'm going to start have my own line of pickles. Can what I, I want to do is smoky dill pickles. Oh my god, that was my nickname in high school. Can I tell you something? And you know what they were talking about? Your hog, your wiener. <laughs> Oh, pickle dick. That's what they used to call you in college. I don't know why. Salty. That's what the ladies said. Yeah, well. Dill. The, um, a strong taste of dill. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, and so I want to start selling smoky dill pickles. I had a pickle on the way over. It's my favorite uh, snack. My favorite. You ever had it with uh, peanut butter? Got to try it. No. I know. It's disgusting. My dog's name is Pickles. Really? So my dog's name is, have you had it with peanut butter? <laughs> 
It's a long name. It's hyphenated. It's hard to to shame her. <laughs> By the time it's you get the bad. full name out. That's a bad if you tried it with pickles. Yeah, no. Now, have you tried it with pickles? Go outside. <laughs> yeah, no. Look at this mess you made with the peanut butter. And I want to do smoky dill pickles. Nickname. What made you want to do this? And then, because I love pickles. Okay. I love peanut butter. I love hot sauce. I love pickles. The hot sauce and peanut butter is doing well dill. enough that you're like, let's. You know what I want to do is, and he's already doing this, pickled pineapples. Oh, yeah. Have you ever thought of such a thing? No. Nope. And it's delicious. If I saw them in the same room together, I wouldn't question why they're talking to each other. What? Dill pickles and pineapples. Pickled pineapple? A pick- if I saw. If I saw oh, pickled pickles <laughs> talking to pickled pineapple in a room, I would freak the fuck out. Because they're food. They can't talk. Good God, Adam. Go to the doctor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I meant, all right. I didn't know you meant it together. Yeah. Pickles. I thought, so a pickled pineapple. Like yeah. pineapple that tastes like pickles. No. It's pickled pineapple. Talk to you soon. Okay. We'll keep it right. That's here. it. Go ahead. A pickle that's a pineapple that's pickled. A pineapple that's pickled. What it's is, delicious. What, you would never think that because you'd think it must taste. It does. I still don't it's think that thing. What? What is it? How does something? <laughs> I will remain stalwartly not believing that. <laughs> how does something? How does something become pickled? Um, you got to put it in brine. Right. And then you got to let it absorb the brine, but over a long period of time. And this is all organic and stuff. So that's what we're trying to figure out is cool. how do we get it to the comedy clubs for merch? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm doing. My merch right now is uh, peanut butters and uh, hot sauce. The hot sauce you brought last time uh, and it's delicious. It's delicious. And I'm not even a huge um, hot sauce guy. And my fiance fucking went cook for cocoa puffs for it and put it on cocoa puffs put it on cocoa puffs she put cocoa puffs she's, on the fucking she's not well us. but uh he's not she, doing well <laughs> when they say, when they say dude going cuckoo for cocoa puffs that's what the bird was doing yeah he was losing his he was also on fucking a lot of pills oh god he was fucking a box of cocoa puffs in front of kids like, yeah he's snorting that during shit. the commercial like dry humping it they're like dude <laughs> oh yeah the lines he's like i'm doing the lines yeah like, no, yeah no, no. The script no, peter say the lines i'll tell you what i'm saying i need more cocaine what go cocaine go cocaine puffs go go gadget coke go go gadget coke and then they go cut they go we're gonna take five he's like i'll take five more fucking bumps <laughs> Give me a line, Daddy. I'm a talking bird. I'd love to see a dark com about yeah. the serial mascots. That dark just... com is that a phrase in Hollywood? Like a dark comedy? Dark comedy, rom com, no, dark com. Just didn't feel like filling it out. But Coco Pong. Yeah. Coco Pong. <laughs> Coco com. That's where the Coco Bird. <laughs> real quick, just... real quick. Actually, I'll I'll come back to it. Okay, so peanut butter you started that because the hot sauce was what like these are your favorite foods and you just said i yeah, want to that's kind of it you're I a foodie how does it do come? anything other than uh pickles i just thought i thought i don't want to do a t-shirt everybody's doing t-shirt yeah. i don't want to do a bumper sticker nobody needs another t-shirt or a, a bumper stick nobody needs a magnet so what do that's i love t-shirt. what do i want to say everybody needs a magnet nobody needs a magnet nobody needs a magnet is the t-shirt yeah my wife wanted me to get rid of this <laughs> Ooh. That'd be a good one. That's actually great. All right. That's why we come and do the show. <laughs> that's why we show up. All right. Up. It's been great, guys. Thank you so much. It didn't take long, but my wife I've got my t shirt idea. That's fucking brilliant, actually.
My wife wanted me to get rid of this. Oh, shit. I just texted <laughs> it to my wife. Fuck. That's why you don't get married. <laughs> um, what about you? You think... Uh, Three weeks I'm getting married. Yeah, what yeah. about it? What about it, man? Feeling uh, feeling good. We're just talking. Are you nervous? Do you have a wedding band picked out? Yeah, got it all. Now it's um, just vows and... Um, I guess the uh, and fear rehearsal dinner menu Just and fear and fear. And fear. <laughs> but I'm wearing a no fear T-shirt under my tux. That's what I heard about you. Bottom of the ninth, two outs, full count. I love it. My wife wanted me to get rid of this Under Armour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. They they sponsored you. You have to leave two buttons open just in case. So so that everyone's like, is that an Under Armour? I love mesh that tank. What are you most? Are you concerned about anything? No, honestly, we've gotten through the crazy fights that I was telling Mo, I go, I don't think you're, um, you deserve to get married unless you've had this fight at least once. Well, then maybe we shouldn't even do it. Yeah, that's great. It's happened. You have to do it. Yeah. Here's and then when you get through it, you are stronger. You're better. And now now I'm very chill because, and I've been very chill the whole time because- Well, I, you're a chill guy. And also I think dudes just on a whole, right? Like this is- No, no, no. There's a lot of guys who get into the moment of it all. Okay. And they get pissed off. But you're just a guy who I just don't, I see, I think you, I see you as a guy who's going to be like, all right. Yeah, of I'm trying course. to be. I'm trying sure. to be because she's yeah. getting uh, stressed about some oh, stuff. Oh, they're getting nuts, of yeah. course, because yeah. she's been thinking about it her whole life. Yeah. Um, Even just getting these like drink menus back, and we try to do some fun facts about. Uh, um, we had our picture of our pickle uh, of pickles, our dog on that said "Wipe your paws" for the napkins, and then she didn't. She was like, "Is the color too? Is it not a good?" I'm like, "Nobody gives a shit." Exactly. I go. They're gonna see her face. Read "Wipe your paws." Go. That was cute. And that's it. And that's probably it. wipe their ass with it. Yeah. At the table. Or wipe a dog's ass. <laughs> Use a pickle. Put it in. A... <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. So I think, I save think it for, save it for the next special. So Cash Levy, yeah. who I do a podcast with him called Cashing In with TJ Miller, love it, and he's the host of the show. He's had a tough time getting a guest, so I've been the only guest on the show for seven and a half years. So good, and so, so funny. You got to check it out. But he, we talk about all kinds of stuff, and what he told me, and it's true, on the eve of your engagement or the eve of your marriage, get in a huge fight with your fiance. <laughs> huge fight. Your soon-to-be fiance. Poor here's Ken. why. No matter what, the next day it's totally er it's erased. Ooh. So it it's works like better with, house with engagement. Money. Yes. It works, getter, it works better with getting engaged, but it works pretty well on your fucking wedding day too because they get so what you do is you bring up all the stuff that you've wanted to bring up that you just can't <laughs> because by the time the wedding's over it's and it goes well it always goes well yeah if you've got a girl who fucking complains about everything is so upset if you're a guy who complains about everything is so upset then the wedding's gonna go bad no matter what yeah so you just gotta let that go yeah. for your partner and let him go through that but most people, when the wedding's done, they're just so relieved yes. that it's done. Yes, I keep hearing that. that. I'm just night, glad it's over. The I'm night, like, what? Right, you're like, why the fuck am I paying for this huge <laughs> exactly. party for my friends? So then when it's over and she's so relieved, she's not going to remember that last night you told her, I'm not taking my fucking shoes off in our goddamn house, our house, because I fucking live there. And I paid for fucking... 40% of it. And I want to thank you again for doing the down payment. It's yeah. amazing that your parents co-signed on this. Biggest thing for me is I 
really feel that Dear Jonah the Special is going to just get us to the next level. It's crushing it. You got to do. How do you feel about you it? You have to do. I'm happy. I think everybody releases a special and says, I wish this was doing better. But every 500,000 people that see it, you're like, I just know they enjoyed it. And especially this one. I think, though, that, you know, we're having that problem. This is what everybody's saying is everybody tunes out at between 15 and 20 minutes. Well, that's specials across the board. Which is why I made it 45 minutes, but it kind of doesn't matter if everybody jumps off after 15 minutes. I want to say this as a uh, friend and also just a, a, a appropriate plug. I have a tough time. I think most comics do. I don't know how, and I, I think the 15-minute marker is probably for most people that are just enjoying specials. Civilians, yeah. It's tough for me to watch a full thing. I've always been a big fan of yours. I've told you that every time I've you know had you on the pod and, and, and I know complimented you live in the flesh because you're just one of my favorite comics to watch. So when I see it, I go, oh, I already know I'm going to watch the whole thing. I just know I am. And then five minutes in, uh, the club vibe I really dug. Zanies, it was a great, uh, you know, I've been there a handful of times, but I was like, oh, I've never seen anything shot here. Yeah. You had great coverage on it. The room sounded great. Your energy was great. It looked great. And it was just fucking funny, man. Like, I appreciate it, and, that, and it was man. very TJ. It was like, yeah, you had riffs. You were breaking the fourth wall with the crowd. Like, the, the bits, it was cut well. It was tight, too. I didn't, there was no like dead air, but, but it was also breathing on its own. Yeah, I try to do that. I mean, I think one of the funny things about you is that you will present an idea, give it time, right, mm. for people to get it, and then you'll just hit the punchline. And I think if you don't allow yourself that space and it's too, then the audience feels like it's forced. Yeah. And then they they tune out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe they'll watch the whole thing, but they're kind of like, ah, it doesn't really matter that we're here, both live and I think on you know uh, during a special yes and i think some people do that they're just so so that's their rhythm but i think you're good at taking your time and that doesn't hurt the laugh mm. the laughs are still you know they're still really really big yeah and you know i i think that i tried to do that but i also knew it was gonna be on youtube you know and so i think you know, I'm really proud of it. I think it's really, really great. I was going to ask, yeah, how do you, because I think every comic has the overly critical, like. How do you feel about your stuff when you, like, uh, you know, a, after, because you're involved to, in the editing. Oh, yeah. I try to get very specific about it and then just objective, not. Objective? Are you able to be objective about it? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, again, I think sometimes probably overly critical and being like, oh, I, like, I have to get a buddy to go, like, I really like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I, got, I need same. to value that opinion because I'm looking at it. You've seen it a thousand times. I'm thinking also. maybe like how a comic would respond to it or just myself and knowing, oh, it, maybe I shouldn't have that in there now because I bet it's going to be better in a month. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. And I've been doing just a little bit of material on my live dates. TJ Miller does not have a website.com. I wasn't going to pay two grand, not in 2003. <laughs> to get TJ Miller? Yeah. Who's got it? Some fucking guy who was like, give me two grand. I was like, you give me a reason. It's probably Gary that from That I won't laugh at you, <laughs> Gary, because you don't know how search engines work. Um, but, you know, I think, I don't know. I mean, do you think about um, people people's reactions, like civilians? or Because you also strike me as a guy, do you really think about, like, how comics are going to look at it? A little bit. I think it's, I think you're... 
Yeah, I, I always, yeah. Yeah, but also I, but then, you know, devil's advocate, you're like, all right, I don't think Sebastian's going to watch my special. Well, no, but no, maybe no. he is. But not even that. Who gives a shit what he thinks yeah. if you've got an audience that loves it? But I think you're right. It's like you do want people, especially heroes, kind of, you do want them to watch it. And think if they it's did great. watch it, right? Like they're for whatever reason, because if it is, you know, like, like yours is on YouTube and so, so easily accessible to where somebody right. can mention it, boom, watch it right that there. night. And yeah. if you put it in, you know, the link for the podcast, you know, if it's in the, oh, then yeah. people can watch this oh, yeah. and then go down and click and then do you're it. suddenly there. Go do it. But I think I really reminded myself when I wanted to ask you about this, yeah. I just kept saying to myself, like, it just doesn't matter except for the people watching it. Mm. It just doesn't matter that so-and-so loves it who you know in Hollywood, but it really matters that someone in Toledo, Ohio had a fucking shitty day yes. at their insurance job and they go home and they're like, wow, that is so funny. Yep. I loved watching that. You know what? When I have a bad day, I'm gonna watch it again. Wow. That's how good it is. You get those messages. That's I do and I get, uh, I have always gotten that about certain movies and television shows. Oh, yeah, dude. But um, I think it, it means a lot more to me when somebody loves my stand-up than Silicon Valley because I'm like, you're not going to watch Silicon Valley again. You're going to watch these movies off this Christmas party. You're going to watch that every year. But you're not going to watch Silicon Valley. You're going to watch it once, and you're never going to watch it again unless there's a pandemic. Also, you're- Maybe then- <laughs> You do, but if it's the stand-up, then I feel it's like- It's also all you. That's like all, right? Yeah, like, does that mean they, more when it's- And they're excited because it is you and they can just tune into it for however long some other day to make themselves feel better. And that's kind of all I care about. So I have to remind myself of that when I start to do what I think you do, yeah. which is go, I hope this is garnering the respect from fellow comedians that it deserves because I've worked so hard on it but it's you know well, it's just it doesn't it doesn't really matter because you're not performing for other comics. Can I ask you this? When of course. Did, when did you? Um, oh, what do you think? Mo, when did we start? By the way, you're good. We're good. A thirty. We can do another thirty. Are you good? Or do you got to bounce? No, I'm great. I don't have to meet okay, Michael great. Bay until later this evening. Ooh, ooh, just a little din din. That's a great little Hollywood uh, excursion. Uh, it is. What do you no, think you'll I talk gotta, about? Uh, I've got this movie idea that some other people have expressed interest in. Let's go. And let let us go. <laughs> let us to the wind. Uh, I'm trying to get that to work, doesn't. Uh, you should be in all the movies all the time. Well, and so I kind of have this thing, and I want to kind of talk to him about it. Great. And I think um, it's very up his alley, but not at all. Cool. So I'm gonna go and do that. And then he, he's just, he's so funny. He's kind of, he's a Hollywood maverick, but he knows he kind of has to play the game. But he loves that I don't always play the game. Ooh. So he's kind of a fan for that reason. And then I did Transformers 4, Age of Extinction. It's a small indie film. You guys probably didn't see it. It was at the North by <laughs> Northwest Festival. Toyota Corolla that now, turns into a- It's a great, no, I mean, you obviously haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, it's a great film. It's just about two hours too long. And I think one day people will really appreciate it. It's going to be a cult classic, I think. It didn't make a lot of me a billion dollars in the but well, you know, look, it's not back about in the day the that money. was a lot of money. It's back in the day it was really something. <laughs> if a movie made a hundred dollars, you'd say, I think that's pornography. Was it, 
don't think I just paid $100 to watch pornography. Yo, real quick. At a Times Square adult video store. Is there a porn out there that's garnered a billion dollars? Is there a porn so. out there equivalent that, that, that where, where people go, that's the avatar of porn? I know, right? The Avengers Endgame of porn. It's called Avenging the Dick. Yep. Avenging the Wiener. Thank you. The first game. <laughs> the beginning game. It's called Second Base. It's called Second. Two Fingers Deep. Just nasty daddies. Sto- story, I don't know. No, um, I mean, uh, nasty you know, daddies. Throat. Nasty Great daddies porn title. What I, I made Great a Hall & Oates cover band. Right? I made a joke at... Uh, at the, uh, I forget where I was. I think it was, well, it must have been Miami or something. And it was Miami. so funny. It's always Miami. It was so funny. Where was I? I was just somewhere that was like kind of warm, but not as warm as you would have thought hot it topic. was. I think it was Hot Topic. I mean, I, I always think I'm going into Spencer's Gifts until I look around and go, there's a lot more Rick and Morty <laughs> shirts in here than I thought there should be. How come there's no like daytime talk show hope? Uh, show called Hot Topic. I don't know. Yeah, it means it kind of means the world. Instead, it's watch what happens live. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'll watch what happens when you're fucking dead. <laughs> would have been so funny if I remembered the oh, name of the host. Yeah. That would have been perfect, yeah. but I don't. It's okay. Um, we'll edit it in. It, we'll edit it all the way in. <laughs> um, you were somewhere hot. You said something funny. I said to them, I said, what is the deal with this step family porn stuff? Nice. And I had made some other joke and I was like making fun of him. I was like, oh, TJ, what are you going to tell me now that there's an entire genre of stepdad and stepdaughter, stepbrother stuff? Is that what you're going to try and put together? And the whole audience got weird. Ooh. Not silent, mm. but you could tell that all the women were like, there was a shift. Is that real? Yeah. You could tell the guys being like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think so. I just, I wouldn't know from personal <laughs> experience. And the women were like, how often are you looking at porn? So it totally changed the dynamic of the, the room. And the only way you can get out of that, of course, is talking about pegging. Yeah. Mo, it's you're a, familiar. A, Mo wrote the book on pegging. Oh, you done it? Yeah, he did. It's a pamphlet. It's not that long, but it'll tell you you're going to get fucked on this one. And that will be the best joke of my performance in what happened exactly last evening. Was did your, you try and name it that? What other names? Oh, for this? What did end up oh, happening the night, previous yeah. evening? Yeah. It's too long. Yeah, it's just like the dog names. You got it like less is more, cut the fat. Less cut the fat more. was gonna be uh, one of the uh, one title of the possible names, names yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Cut the fat about five hours ago. Do you think Dave Coulier came up with cut it out, or do you think like did he ad did, did Full House oh, encourage ad living? Would be really interesting because. Or did Miller Boyette tell him what to un- do? Boyette, <laughs> I love Miller, but Boyette, boy, no thanks. Boyard, um, Boyardee. If he Boyardee, <laughs> we're gonna have too many chefs in this kitchen. So it would be weird to know. Did somebody write that? That's what I'm saying. Or did He's he a comic. improvise it because if he improvised it, does he look back and think, why did I do that? What was I it's doing? It's defined me. Because Rob Stick Schneider script, once said, I must say, I think I heard this from somebody who works with me, but it makes total sense. He said that Adam Sandler flew him in, told him it's just a quick thing, but I think it would be so funny if you do it and just get in there and kind of be like, you can do it. And that's it. Get the fuck and out of Rob here. was like, 
Okay, and he never thought, he just thought it was a moment yes, in the movie. It was. He probably was like, bummer, I can't do more in it because I'd be more memorable. He 1,000% was. And so he did it, and I think he decided to be like, you can do it, or something like that. He, I think he made the decision to say it like he did. Yeah, he was bearded, dirty, covered like a swamp guy. And it's forever. It's forever. It might be, I'd put it up there with my life, and uh, yeah, 100%. That's a great point, yeah, baby. You know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, baby. If you yeah. had like the plush doll that was like top 10 catchphrases, yeah, from pop culture, that's a great point. We just knocked down three of them, but you can do it. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to find now. I think that people don't yell it as much, but I in Philosophy Circus, which is my next special, I juggle, I do a lot of circus stuff. Oh, yeah, because you really juggle, and I can really juggle. and always when i tell them the big trick that i'm gonna do no matter what people are like you can do it and then my jokes i have to mention it my joke on stage is little hollywood uh you know folklore but whenever somebody yells you can do it rob schneider sheds a tear <laughs> and he doesn't even know what's and bazooka joe but sheds I, a tear no the indian in the bubble gum what is it there's a what is it? There's a gum? I literally could not know less of what you're talking about. You said Bazooka Joe. There's an Indian in the bazooka. And that, I mean, it didn't even, I don't think there is anything like that. Isn't there a gum? There's a fucking. Absolutely not. I don't even need to hear the end of it. a Bazooka Joe rapper. No, no. In a Bazooka Joe rapper? What the fuck? Bubblegum you're, ba you're basically like, and then a Latinx person has a rapper come out of their bazooka. That's what I call noses. <laughs> That's how impenetrably unrelatable. God. No, you're right. There's a Native American and they see all the pollution and just a single tear. <laughs> For real? Yeah. That's, in a, in the, oh, how God. does he not know the thing he was referencing? <laughs> the only thing you knew about that was Native American and Bazooka Joe. And then you try to figure out how to fucking shoehorn that shit in. Lord God. How is this happening? Oh. And we've offended the majority oh. <laughs> of the Bazooka Joe community. <laughs> They're not watching. They're not. They never tune in. Never. They don't have the internet. Uh, is, um, yeah, yeah. No, I think actually he loves it. But people have stopped yelling it. And it's just like you never think those are going to be the hugest things. But they end up always being. Have you had one? I'm sure. Silicon Valley has got to No, be I think there's. You brought piss to a shit fight. Yeah. Who, that was definitely, I think that was Alex Berg's line, hmm. who was the showrunner, yeah. who I didn't really get along with, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's called the workplace. Thank you. And then the avocado, recently, wherever I was last, it was, oh, I was in Tacoma. Tacoma, Washington. I was just gonna say, yeah. And he, somebody came up to me, these two like pretty like fucking hardcore people, and they're like, can you just please say the avocado line from Deadpool. Wow. So I definitely get that. And then How do you... I get people going, there's no such thing as an ugly candle or something. It's from uh, Already a Brother, which is a movie. So that's a deeper cut. By the way, that's put that on your watch list. Yeah. And that's then, an underrated And thing. then in another deep, deep cut is, um, well, there's who gave, uh, who brought the good news bear? Somebody give her some fucking honey. And that was from She's Out of My League. Yes. But they, you know, people will kind of, uh, you know, laser free, so bring some chicks. And that's from Extract, which is another Mike Judge thing. Yep. So little, I have little, 
lines in a lot of different movies where people are like, that's fantastic. It is fun when somebody says a line and it's amazing. And then I will have just done a movie and I'm like, have you seen the stand in? And they're like, no. So I just think that's so funny. They're like, I yeah. love this movie. You should see my most recent film. Nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I just, could you just be yeah. with me right you here with the thing the that I like? the <laughs> thing again, just please? Oh. Jin Yang. Yeah. People want me to yell Jin Yang. But that sort of stopped. It's weird. It's, I talk about this in my next special. There's kind of levels of fame. And this is the one you're going to do in San Diego with all the stories and stuff. Yeah. What? This is the one you're going to do in San Diego with all the stories. Yeah, exactly. And so I talk about how there are different levels to fame. But yeah, it's like after a while, people don't really want you to say stuff or something because it's not as present. They're just like, I love you in this movie or I love this television show yeah. that you were in. Yeah. And that's really, really nice. But I'm happy to always, and I can talk about this with you, in that show Crashing with Pete Holmes, he kind of had a part where I like repeat a line and take pictures with people. And I think he was sort of, him and Judd Apatow were sort of saying like, that's what you're gonna be. You'll be sort of the guy with the catchphrase from the show mm. or something. And what ends up happening is you do that for a little while, but then people kind of are like, it's just like once you get famous enough, they don't ask for pictures. Mm. Like I take pictures with a lot of people now, but less people ask me for that because I've been famous longer. And so yes. they're like, oh, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna bother that guy. He gets it all the time. Sure. But I'm always happy to take a picture and I'm always happy to do the line. I or, think that's yeah. fine. If yeah. they wanna if that's the story they're looking for, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's do this thing. It's a costume. And you like, I asked him to do it. Oh man, it was so funny. He totally did. It wasn't as good as in the movie, but <laughs> he was taller than I thought he was. A lot less be. lights and cameras. Yeah, he was yeah. Okay. He was bigger. Was <laughs> He was what? bigger than I thought he would be. What a funny thing to say. It wasn't as good as when he did it in the movie. I like I like that some people go, you know, I came here to see you because I really like you in like uh, the TV show or this movie. And, you didn't do oh, that. Oh, man, no. You, you were actually pretty funny. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. just say I was funny. God, I know. What's with the long-winded, like, roundabout compliment? I don't know. It's like when people go, you know, you got me to laugh, and I'm actually, I don't laugh at anything. Or how That's about, really hard. I actually don't like comedy. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually not a fan of humor, laughing, being happy, being happy. Uh, but you seem but, to make me giggle three times throughout the hour long show. My boyfriend uh, dragged me here, and yeah, uh, that's it always. Because my boyfriend was a fan. I said, I don't know who the fuck Adam Ray is. Boy, oh yeah. So then he had to convince me, and I said, Well, you better go down on me after the show. I got. One. Otherwise, I'm not going with you. <laughs> I literally got one of those in Rockford, Illinois, two nights ago. Did you? I don't know who. Uh, so first of all, I don't know who you are, and I would just go, "Awesome!" I don't know who you are. Yeah, I go, I love "Now on an even playing field." That's the line every single time. Right back. I'm not offended. I don't know who the fuck you are? The first few times, I my did. boyfriend was a fan, not not yeah, me, though. not me. And I go, "Well, my boyfriend's not a fan of yours." <laughs> and she goes, "Where's your right boyfriend?" I'm, I'm like, "Right over here, <laughs> with a fiance." Now he's gonna suck my dick while both of us look at you and go, "No thanks." How's that for a story? Yeah. I'll sign your shirt. How do you like that? <laughs> yes, I will sign your shirt. Did you have a crazy- Please, please, we please <laughs> buy my merch, which is my wife wants me to get rid of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast, and I'm sitting down because I got some big news. Usually I'm standing up to do comedy, but I'm sitting down now because I got the deal of a lifetime. First of all, sitting is bad for you. We all know that, whether we're sitting on planes or sitting on a beanbag chair watching porn in front of our kids. There's just too much damage you do on the body. Thankfully, Axion has come up with a chair that allows your pelvis to move the way it does while you walk. So all 33 vertebrae align into perfect posture. The result? Better breathing, better blood flow, and relief from the pain. It's crazy what you can do when you set your body to do it. Now, these guys are homies of mine. My buddy Dennis uh, worked with the Clippers as their doctor for 27 years. He runs a wellness center called Peak Wellness. He's a fucking gangster and has uh, saved me from surgery numerous times. Uh, I actually met Justin Bieber at his place. Um, and uh, and I was in my boxers getting cupping done. And Bieber and I locked eyes. And I was like, this is how we were supposed to meet. And Bieber smiled and I never saw him again. Um, but... Uh, this chair is a game changer. It's changed the way I live, it's changed the way I breathe, the way I sit, and you guys right now can get that chair for 25% off uh, using the promo code ALN25 at all33.com. It's incredible, you gotta get it. It's the only chair out there to get. We will be getting them for the studio. Go to all33.com and use promo code ALN25 for 25% off this chair. Did you have a crazy audition story for Transformers the way you did for Yogi Bear? Or was that just a come on in? Yes, but it was different. That actually was the first time. See, I don't do well on tape. Mm. I can do a great audition for sure. But my real, because if we're stand-ups, I'm sure you're the same way. Live in the room, baby. Yeah, you want to be in the room. Give me a and crowd. Now they're making everybody do on Self tape because of the fucking pandemic. But I went in there and I was on tape because Bay was, I'm sure, doing something else. I mean, he's always every day doing something. So he said, I want to, you know. So I go in there and I do the audition. And it's really funny because I also was like, I don't want to be in Transformers. And they asked me for, you know, to audition. Like, oh, really? I want to be in Transformers because I was like, I already did Yogi Bear 3D. That was a fake. That's why I did that gotcha. as a joke to be able to introduce me as a stand up comic. Cool. Of course, I love doing Yogi Bear 3D and I, I was such a. Anna Ferris was like my only celebrity crush. That's it. Whoa. So she was in it and I was like, oh my God. Cool. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We starstruck? So, so much fun. Yeah, not really. And you make her laugh and then I it's always, all good. Then it's all good. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, I just, oh my God. I really was like, so I not starched, but I was like, oh, this is amazing yeah. that's happening. And so I love doing moment. Yogi Bear with 3D. Yeah. But then I was like, you know, Transformers 4, I don't really want it. My managers were like, well, it does a lot for your worldwide box office. And in my mind, I'm like, who gives a shit about your worldwide box? You know, I'm here to entertain America. Yeah. And that's not true, but that's what I saw. And so I went in. It's like, all right, I'll do this, but I don't care. I go in and they give me these sides and they're like kind of funny. Like, I'm like, I could make this funny, actually. So I do my sort of what's funny about it. And, um, and then I, I said to him, I go, so what's the process now? Like, if he likes it, then we come back in and audition for him. And they're like, no, I think this will do it. This, I think the tape will do it. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, we're pretty, that was really funny. And I was like, okay. So I felt like I had a good audition. I fucking forgot about it. Wow. 
And then they call and they're like, yeah, he liked your tape, so he wants you to be in the movie. And I was like, just off the tape? Cool. And they said, yeah, why? You didn't like? I was like, no, I mean, it's fine, but off the tape, he wants me to be in the movie? He's like, they also saw you in Nasty Daddies. And oh, God, they love that pornographic <laughs> film. It's about two hours too short. They were a big Give fan. Give it over! It's you're a big fan of the way you came to early and said, oopsies. C-T-E. Oh, no. Well, Daddy came home early for Christmas. Uh, but Creepiest you know, way to announce it came too early. And later, right, exactly. Oh. And then I, yeah, you don't want to say that in bed. Ooh, Daddy came early for Christmas. No, I don't. that wasn't what I put on my wish list. Me either. Help me put this pickle in the peanut butter. That's all ridiculous. So... On set, yeah. like we've been doing, we've been working together for a while. And then on set, he was like, "You want me to tell you when I I knew that it, I wanted you in the movie?" Oh, very cool. He showed me the audition, and it was I made a fake joke where I like threw the football but didn't get. It's in the movie, and he was like, "There, there." That was so funny. But he also had seen me in Silicon Valley. He yeah. was like, you're really funny in Silicon Valley. Helps to be in other shit to get in other shit. Yeah, it? I think that's right. But I also think, you know, it's like you just need to do, I always say this about auditioning, hmm. just pick that one moment. It usually should be at the end, but riff a line that no one else does. In a moment that you know you can be funny, just focus on that moment. And then the rest of the audition should just be you doing nothing. Just that's the only this is for film, mm. but in film, just don't try at all, but pick that one thing where you want to just really knock it out of the park. And if you do, you'll get hired because they don't need it to be the perfect audition. They just need it to be something memorable and amazing. So that's kind of what got me there. So it's not as much fun as auditioning with a real bear for Yogi Bear 3D, right? which is a lot of fun, but it's, it is something in that realm kind of. You know, wow, that's so cool that he was a fan enough to like go out of his way to tell you. Like that's a that's a yeah. guy that loves the process and he's loves great this though. You know, and I I think some people say oh he yells a lot and he's fucking crazy on set or something, but what I came to understand is when you're wielding two hundred million dollars, three hundred million dollars, yeah, come on, you who can do that? Like fifteen people in the last twenty years. So why? Of course he's acting. Mm differently yeah. than other people. Of course he has to be more hardcore and get because every minute is like $100,000 it feels like. Oh yeah. Um, what is uh, what is the thing right now that you're uh, most enjoying about stand-up? You know what I'm saying? Like putting out a spec, are you in, uh, is it a turning the page entirely where it's like um, I, you know, not forgetting about Dear Jonah now streaming on YouTube, but is it um you know, can you check in on comments or like have people tell you how it's going or are you just kind of like, I did it, it's up, it's out, on to the next, I, I don't really want to look back. Well, I have two in the can. I'm excited to edit Philosophy Circus. That's what's next. Yeah, yeah. but I also, yeah, I'm excited to hear what people think about Dear Jonah. I don't know, I, I want more people to have, to see it, obviously, but the comments and how people feel about it is like stellar. It's just interstellar. It's through the roof. I'm so happy about that. The thing I'm most excited about is I did, sp not Spokane, Tacoma. You have this too, where you just like forget where you were, or where you're well, so headed you're, They're to. both in Washington. Tacoma's an hour from Seattle. Yeah, but I live. still, I'll, I'll, people will be like, what did you do last weekend? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> look on look at my website. <laughs> I have no idea. Where are you gonna be next weekend? Gotta be somewhere. Look at my Instagram. Um and so we're kind of I don't know. I mean, I think Do you riff a lot on stage or do you a write? lot? Yeah, yeah, but not when I'm preparing for a special, which yeah. has been frustrating. So I've been riffing a little bit more, but then thinking, TJ, just do your work. And so first show Saturday in Tacoma was an awesome show. Mm. Awesome audience. And I had done a 420 show beforehand. Yeah. So I'd smoked weed because yes. the show was actually Tyler's show, right? You do it. Yes. Yes. Have you done it? I'm gonna do it in uh, oh, you're Thanksgiving love it. in Seattle. Oh, of course. You'll kill it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you're from there. Yes. You're like a big diehard deal there. I'm all right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Everybody bit. says that. They know they go Adam Ray and he's They're so claiming me you know, a little he, bit. They That's always good. go this. They always go, you know he's from here. Oh, <laughs> cool. And I love how quickly they say it. I love that. It's so funny that they're like, instead of, you know, actually, he's from here. They're yeah. just like, you know, he's from here, actually? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the area. So, no, no, no. So, he comes back here, you know, for like holidays and stuff. But he's great. I mean, he's amazing. But he's, cool. yeah, you know, he's from here. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, so he did that show. So, I got kind of high because you do the you do a regular set. Then yes. you go, you get high, and then you do the set. Wait, so I how was that. that, by the way? How well, do you... you know, I don't... <clears throat> I smoke weed. Yeah. I'm from too. Colorado. Yes. I'm but I Seattle. smoke weed. The first two yeah, places Yeah, the first two, and I talked about that also. It's great. Good move. And people have a really interesting... It's a very strange cannabis culture. So I smoked weed, but like I can smoke weed and still get the job done. I don't get high before I go on stage, yeah. and I don't go on stage if I'm drunk. I'll be a little tipsy, yeah. and I think in the past people have been like, no, that's drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just don't do that because I can't be as fast. I can't kind of I was just going to say that's the exact... Just, yeah. If you do any sort of uh, connecting with the audience where you're breaking the wall and you're going off script and you feel like you've got a pretty good handle on it, you're just... Nobody is better when they're fucked up a little when bit as far as being quick because your response time is just... Yeah, it's just a physical thing. But you smoke weed, right? Oh, yeah. And so you love it and I love it. Very high yesterday. But so you... <laughs> Great. And today in about <laughs> 12 minutes... <laughs> And so I thought about it, hitting you up to, to well, next time you come through, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll we get smoke and I, absolutely. Yeah. And so, but I, I got on stage and I'm not, so what I just did is I leaned into the high mentality. So I wasn't like faking. I just was like, okay, let me, let me do a set and just pay attention to the fact that I'm high. Yes. So that went really well. But then of course, you know, you're not high by the next show. Right. But it affected me in terms of the chill out factor mm. and I did something that I thought was really interesting. I said, I'm really not gonna yell during this set. I'm gonna try and take everything and notch it back a little bit. And it worked and it started working. I was like, let me bring this to every. So then I really did work. I did all my, my material. And it was really interesting because some things got a bigger response. Some stuff, no. Yeah. Some stuff, of course, they want you to be like, well, I told Gary no thanks or whatever, but other stuff worked well. So that's what I'm excited about is like, I think I'm at a place with my standup because I haven't been touring as long as you. Almost everybody who's like a big comic is has been doing it longer than I have. So I've really only been doing standup full time five years and the pandemic was wow. in the middle of that. So wow. that's really only four years, three and a half years. And so I'm excited about the fact that now I've been on the road enough that I do... I really do feel like in the groove, in the pocket, and I'm trying to uh, improve my standup by doing things a little differently. Cool. So that's what I'm most excited about. 
you uh, have never had a shortage of like uh, risks that you're ready and willing to take, which is one of the first things that I like. Really dug about you, admired, um, even in Dear Jonah, now streaming on YouTube, the, um, what do you call it? The visor, the mask? Yeah, the, the um, face shield. Like even just- it's So stupid. Like pulling that out and then having a lot of funny uh, play with it is like, you could definitely go, well, that's, whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, it's a, but to you, it's just an effortless like, oh, like I'm going to try this and yeah. I'm and I'm confident I'm going to make it funny. And that is something that I think- Anyone who's starting stand-up or been doing it 30 years is constantly striving to just always live in that, like, I'm tr I'm trusting in myself enough to, to yeah. know I'm going to make it funny. Well, and, I think, and that, that. I think that also I'm laughing about the fact that I kept the face shield on even after I needed to. 1,000%. So that makes me laugh a lot, too. But I've done that. I'll take all the risks, but I think I need to, I'm excited to be just reining it in a little bit more. I've had some friends who tell me, I'm sort of the opposite of Nate Bargatze hmm. because I think he's so hysterical, oh, yeah. but he just is doing his material. And if somebody interrupts him, then they have to leave. Whereas, and he's the best guy. He's so fucking funny. Whereas when somebody interrupts me, suddenly the show becomes about that. Yeah. And that's what I have to say about about last night. <laughs> I'm having trouble. Having more trouble than I would have hoped. <laughs> so great story, Kate. And we went to college together, and Kate saw me, and I would always smash a plastic water bottle against my head when I was like done with it. She thought it was so cool. She's like, "How do you do that?" And I was like, "You just crunch the front of it, and then you go. So use your hands." She's like, "Okay," and then she's like, "I'm gonna do it." She finished the water bottle. Right, and then she goes to do it, and oh, just no. bounces off her head. You know why? Because she put the lid back on. Oh, so it's just filled with mistake. air. Yeah, beyond rookie. That's just fucking weird. That's not even Nathan Fillion rookie. It is weird. Yeah. So it just bounced off her head, and I was like, "You've got to, yeah, you got to take off the twisted baby." And then she kind of was like, "I'm never doing that again." <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, you just have to, yeah, just give it a twist." Do you get a lot of comedy from your guys' day to day? Like she sounds as goofy and silly as you, or just well, you heard it. My favorite thing is that um, for a while we were like, "Oh yeah, yes. bom bom, a oh yeah." So when we were saying yes, we would just say, oh, yeah. Do you want to see a movie? Oh, yeah. And she's like, bow, bow. So we were at a restaurant, and this guy was like, do you have any? The waiter. Not this guy. The waiter. Just some dude. Hey, what's up, guys? You want dessert? So the waiter goes, do you guys save room for dessert? And I don't know why, but I just go, oh, yeah. And then Kate was like, bow, bow. And the waiter was like, Ch -ch -ch no, he had to do it. No. Ch -ch -ch do, 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 bomb, bomb. Oh, yeah. Bomb, bomb. Ch -ch -ch do, 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 bomb, bomb. Oh, yeah. If this guy did not get employee of the month that day. I mean, I love that he did that. It's the ultimate yes and. But so there's jokes. Exactly. There's jokes that I kind of get from that. I have a joke kind of about how there's a lot of heroin addicts on 6th Ave right near our house. But, 
Yeah, and that kind of came from something K8 said. So I I definitely get some stuff from her. Do you run well, stuff by her? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times we're both laughing. I'm like, I gotta try that on stage. Yes. But I'm talking about in this next special I'm gonna talk about, we went through like fertility stuff. Oh wow. Not IVF, but basically the same thing. And it's just such a funny story. And she was like, I don't want you really telling people. I go, watch the bit. I'll do the, let me do the bit. Yeah. And she watched it. She was like, yeah, that's funny. That's not really about it. So it's cool, cool with regards to that. But there's other stuff that's so funny that she doesn't want me to talk about. Oh, no. So I'll tell you on the podcast yeah. <laughs> because she won't listen to this. Um, but like one time she was, and I just wouldn't do this in general, but like one, this is so funny. This is the only place I'll ever talk about I this ever. Um, she sort of gave me what was equivalent to a hand job Great. towards the end of something exciting. And uh, she just six. held it like a fucking fire hose that she didn't want to. And then she released and it just shot right in my eye. <laughs> and I got to say, well, first of all, why are you a uh, whoopsies? Whoopsies, daisies. Today's gotten crazies. Um, it just, I immediately understood women in a completely different way. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want for this to have happened. <laughs> it's kind of ruined my day. <laughs> so why am I imposing the possibility of this on other women? Wow. Well, on one woman. Yeah. But that was funny because she felt bad, but she also was kind of like, see? Very funny. Now you know. Wow. Tables have turned. The tables had turned. Right and in your some eye. of it hit the table. <laughs> well, good I was you. sitting on the table. <laughs> I was nude on the table on my back, <laughs> waiting for my diaper to be changed so she could peg the shit up. <laughs> Guys, it's all this in the isn't pamphlet. what this is about. It's all in the about last night pamphlet. <laughs> I remember one of the first jokes I heard you do at the Ha Ha Comedy Club was. You go, yeah, some, that's right. You and like, I used to get down in North Hollywood. You go, some people like to uh, 69. I like to 39. You no, go, 96. 96, which is... Just back-to-back -back butts to heads. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was doing that one for sure. Ha ah, Cafe was so funny because oh, there were no so white funny. people in the audience. Very diverse. It was all Latin X. Yep. And then there were some black people there, yeah. but it was definitely a club that was not. And so I think it's great that you played that because you were up there fairly often. A lot. Well, that was one of the first clubs. Yeah, and then one of the first clubs that I got into also. Uh, and it that, teaches you a great, it's so oh, great. Oh, man, yeah. And it was uh, when I was doing um, open mics, it was the first one that would let, that, that put me on weekend shows with paying yeah. audiences that, weren't, that wasn't uh, surrounded by comics. You're that Teflon that it doesn't matter the audience or who's in the audience, you're still killing. And- I'll show you some That's one I please do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was at Mo Better Mondays about circa 2018. Oh, and I do those shows too. Oh, man. I followed a guy that was like, you ever get that foot, that foot pussy? The pussy that smell like a foot. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The foot, the foot, the foot, the foot, foot, the foot pussy. And I'm in the back going, I can't follow I'm this. Fucked. I am fucked with there, this And the audience pussy. is losing their goddamn minds. Foot and I, pussy. Foot pussy. And guess what? Very funny. Like, the the energy, I wish I could remember Relatable. the name of the comic. Relatable. <laughs> Relatable. It was uh, just, just so opposite of what I was about to do. Of course. But you in any situation can get that done. And I play Mo Better Mondays. And where did you start? Comedy store. Right. Okay. Yeah. So here, here, yeah. Yeah. But so 
you know, but all, all Denver is not that like diverse. It is kind of where I went to high school was. It's mostly black and Latino, Latinx. And so this kind of, I think I'm allowed to say Latino and Latina and others. Can't you? That can also be a way to say Latinx. Yeah. And so I, um, you know, I started in Chicago mm. and Chicago, I was one of the only people to do the South Side. And the South Side was this place, Jokes and Notes, and I'd done one or two other, it was mostly Jokes and Notes, and that was an all black audience. And I would go down there and do it because I could riff. And I, you know, and they love, I go up, ladies, if you want a good credit score, talk to me after the show. And they fucking love that. Yeah. You know, that's so hilarious. And so I did a lot of that. So Haha ha Cafe, I was like, this is perfect for me. Yes. And it was really the only place in, uh, Los Angeles that would start working me because I just didn't have the credits to get in. Wow. But yeah, I mean, you go up there and you do the, you know, you do the same material Yeah, and you just got to be confident and not feel like, so yeah. And that made total sense. Cause you are a dude who will just go up and you're fearless, man. I, I, well, I just, uh, you know, I don't know. There's, and you probably have this in New York. There's just, I try to not, you know, and sometimes to a fault if I'm in a city and there's after, I was in San Francisco and they were like, come to this, um, you know, if you want to come to this open mic after whatever, it's actually a cool little show, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll go hang out with these uh, young comics because they were just, you know, cool. And it was uh, a one show, um, you know, uh, Thursday and right. uh, and the spot was pretty cool. So, you know, went up towards the end and had fun and then and kicked it with them for a little bit. But but sometimes that's back that backfires and you're like, oh, oh this is truly fired for me recently. Uh, yeah. Where I should have just not. I should have just said thank you, but no thank you because I actually feel worse about yeah, myself now. I can't. Now. <laughs> One, I went to an open mic in Denver just to check it out. I didn't want to get up. Ugh. And they were so awful to me because Denver has such a strong opinion about me. Oh. The entire city loves me. And there's like woke comics that oh. are like, fuck that guy. Oh. But recently here in LA, I was doing Brea and this kid that opened who was very funny um, he said, you should come and do this room. They have shows midnight, seven days a week. And it's like in Hollywood. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, that'll be fun. I'll go and do that. Cause I live in Hollywood when I'm here. Mm -hmm. And so Supernova is my favorite show yep. and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I go cause he's like coming out. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go do an open mic. Yeah. I go down there. I follow a guy who was fucking the stool. <sighs> right before me, which I had never really seen. Yeah. Later, I would see it again in fucking Miami. Um, but so he's fucking, no one's laughing, total silence. And then I get up there and start to kind of do material and immediately it's clear they're like, fuck you, celebrity. You think you can come in here? We'll see, make us laugh, do it. So that was the energy of the room. Oh. So I got sort of to a point where they were kind of laughing mm. And then I got off stage. I was like, "Why did I do this? Yeah, didn't teach me anything. No, it was awful. They I thought you were trying to like, like, you know, put on a, sh a lesson or something. Yeah, like, here's real comedy. You're like, yeah. no, I actually just thought it'd be cool to do a spot I to don't usually get jump to do. In, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we've seen a lot of terrible people. Let's see. Oh. So that really was a lesson. I think my last lesson. Yeah. in you don't do open mics when you get to a certain point. And you know, the comedians are looking at you and they're expecting you to blow the fucking doors off. Yeah. And 
you're in the same situation they're in. Oh, shit. So it's basically impossible. Yes. And so you just shouldn't go and yeah. kind of put yourself in that position. But it's a bummer because I think you and I are the type of people that are like, what's going on with younger comics? Oh, man. Let's see them perform. Yeah. Let's see. It's still fun to do a new a new room is always cool, right? It is, but you've got to have real yeah. patrons in yeah. there. Yes. It's got to be conducive for the show. It does. Are you excited for Halloween? I like this. He's got all his stuff on his computer. No, that was a riff. Uh, it was a riff question. You riffed it? Yeah. I'm going to riff the answer. What do you think about that? Go for it. How about this? Trick or treat? I'll be right back. Trick. We'll keep it in. We'll keep it in. <laughs> um, I, I do. I like trick more than treat. Did you ever trick or treat as a kid? Did you ever dress up as a kid? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and I would ever to this day, my costume is I dress up like a kid. <laughs> What kid? Dress up as a kid. What kid? Just me. Not a famous Sad. kid. No, that would be funny. You're like me when I was in second grade. My mom. Well, yeah, you got a Macaulay costume. My mom yeah. bought me. She goes, "I got you." I go, "Will you just get me a costume?" I don't know what I'm gonna be this year. Second grade. I'm at the at the peak of my fat kidness, and she right. goes, "I got I got you a bird." I go, "All right." Not a lot of famous birds out there. We got the Cocoa Puffs bird. We got Big Love Bird. Love the Cocoa Buffs. Love the Cocoa Buffs bird. He's got had a, a little bit of a you know rough spell, but he's back on track. CTE, right. This exactly. was ninety four. He was in the fucking prime cocoa it was years. For him. Yeah. Yes. It was it was all happening. The prime cocoa years. Tony the Tiger at Tiger Adam Ray story. <laughs> Tony, the, Tony the Tiger hadn't really popped off yet. Cocoa Bird was like kind of the you it know was his land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Flintstones and Fruity Pebbles hadn't really uh, hit the shelves yet. So I go uh, Big Bird, Tweety Bird, even I throw in the mix. I'm just trying to find. Figure out who's it going to be. Neither. Neither. None. Neither. Regular bird. Neither. Regular bird. Just a regular bird. Yellow beak, purple, feathers, eyes through the beak. Where do you even get that costume? Goodwill. Psych. Somewhere else. Yeah, psych. Psych your mind. Worse. <laughs> I wear it. I Then I come to find they make this the first, second, and third graders parade through the fourth fifth and sixth oh, classrooms no. it's cowboys it's indians it's ninja turtles it's cops it's, it's gotta be ninja turtles it's, right. it's, you know slutty printers it's you know it's, slutty printers you know girls dude they're just always trying to like you know even at that age like Printing I'm a, press i'm a printer you know but then you know cleavage yeah see how we think we did things a little differently up there i think you did <laughs> Joking, by the way. If Mrs. Vitelli's class dressing got crazy. Up people that print. <laughs> so we parade through, and I just hear under the mask, lots of giggling, lots of, that's the fattest bird I've ever seen. Really? Lots of, who the fuck is in that? Yeah. Because even as a second grader- That's the, the dumbest sixth, costume, right. Heard a lot of that. Heard of, a lot of, look at that fat bird, classic. Um a lot of uh what does that bird eat other birds i mean a lot of slams that's pretty funny very funny in hindsight very funny what does that bird eat other fat birds <laughs> other fat jewish kids dressed as birds in parades yeah so we're going through it's very specific but they're delicious but <laughs> the specificity is what kills yeah exactly it's so i'm going through and it's my my sister's in one of the class i hear friends of hers that like that come over to the house i know i'm gonna see later even some of the teachers were getting in on the action. You know, look at that fat Jew, right? Jesus. Just, it was- um, So anti-Semitic. Yeah, which was, again, like uncalled for, funny in the moment, I guess. You want to roll the dice? As a teacher, no one's looking at you for the comedy, so you're like, here's my chance. Yeah, I'm going to hit him hard. <laughs> it was bad. Bad Fly news bears. Away. Yeah, one kid's One kid said at recess, because you go out in your costumes, and I remember it was like the Cowboys and Indians and Tur Ninja Turtles were all playing, and one kid, Joel Helgevold was his name, 
Terrible name. Sounds like a fake name for a fake kid. Yeah. Real kid, real uh, real name. Real fake. Said, <laughs> real kid, real fake. That's yeah. the antithesis of the No Fear t-shirts. I love that. He goes, you can, uh, he goes, why don't you go sit in a tree and be on lookout as they were playing? I'm just a kid in a bird and suit, did you dude. get up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got right up there. I was looking out for everything. I was looking out for everything and everybody. There's a pack of cheetahs coming. I told them. <laughs> Saved that I saved Joe Halgeralver's life. John Hoop Farmer. <laughs> Joseph Halgahoots. So cool. Why don't you get why don't you try why don't so, you climb a tree? Uh, oh. That's awful. Isn't it bad? Are you excited yeah. about the Mariners? Bro, it's been uh it's the biggest thing in the world. I'm going uh twenty one years. I'm going to the right? game on Sunday. I'm uh, gonna go back for it. It's That's I so I, cool. I cried. I cried. Did you really? I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that emotional. I'm, I'm not a big crier, but certain things. That's not true. Forrest Gump, when he finds out the kid is his, gets me every time. We all cried about that every when time. I found out he wasn't going to eat all the chocolates, bro. I was a little baby girl. Left him for the Layla. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but I saw it. I was, I was, uh, I was tracing pictures in unicorns <laughs> as I cried. Oh, you draw? I don't draw. Oh, just unicorn tracing. <laughs> Tracing's not drawing. I'll Who trace, said that? I'll trace. So many people. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy said it. Tracing's not drawing. That's one of my favorite movies. What's your favorite movie from when you were a kid? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, that's Kate's favorite movie as an adult. Fine with that. No, she loves it. I liked Dick Tracy. Dick, Tra well, I had the Dick Tracy watch. It's one of the few Did things you? my single mom uh, saved up and bought was a Dick Tracy watch. And it had a little thing you could like talk to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, I, Al Pacino, bring me a McFlurry. And yeah, then, right. Everybody's and like, that's not how this works. It doesn't work at all. Yeah, and then the, the watch doesn't work. And also, you can't talk to Pacino through a watch. No. But every now and then, I'd go, hoo-ah. Yeah, yeah. Hoo -ha She's got a great ass. What is that from? Eat. Nice. Do you know, for a while when I was, so I was in the movie The Heat and people would bring me up on stage and go, he's in the movie Heat. And people would be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then you come out and they're like, The Heat? Oh, that's still cool. Sure. They'd look at me being like, how old is this guy? Yeah. I love that little, <laughs> it was just silence. You go. <laughs> I feel like it was in a but parade. But The Heat is an amazing, that's a great movie. A fun one. It's an incredible movie. Um, are you uh, um, a big sports fan? You asked about the Mariners. Why'd you ask me that? Because I was just in Tacoma, and oh, it was the hugest thing in the world. Were you? You were there when Such we, a big when deal. we clinched. Yeah, and you won. When you won, it was on the guy on four twenty. No, the guy doing the four twenty show oh. announced it because wow. he was getting texts and stuff. Wow! But it's a big deal, and you know, I thought it was so funny. It brings the city together. Everybody was so excited. Right? It brings Tacoma together. <laughs> Spokane is going to claim it, but they should be talking about Idaho. Get over there. <laughs> yeah. Just go away. Just go. It's way closer. No, I know you have um, fans from Spokane, so I'm going to say I was completely joking there. But it does. It brings the whole Washington state, including eastern Washington, near Coeur d'Alene. What, what, yeah. yeah. And so everybody was so excited about it, and I thought it was so funny. Right away, they were like, well, you know who's the worst now? The Angels. Hilarious. And I was like, oh. Hard take. Okay. Hard take, hard And stance. they're really, they're like, yeah, so now they're the fucking idiots. Yeah, they're now they're screwed. But it's like the energy in part was like, ah, oh, thank God we're no longer yeah. the one that hasn't been. 20-year drought is longest in sports. Longest in sports. So it's good. It's exciting. So it, I was excited for you because that must brother. be a bit, well, you cried. It must yeah. be a big deal. Yeah. Is yeah, it, it going to bring you closer to your mother? 
So yeah, I called her. Family she that loves just it. Loves it. Yeah. Pops loves it. Uh, called some buddies. You know, I became friends with the Mariners announcer, so we talked right after. Really, was, that's awesome. That was extra cool because I listened to him as a kid. So cool. Now homies and literally got a insight like from him watch it like what it was like. That's so great. And he just kind of and he he told me which then got me even more emotional was the other longtime Mariners announcer was like his hero because they worked side by side for 35 yeah. years and then he passed about five years ago and so he was just like it's the last time we were in the playoffs he was alive and so rick riz is his name uh the current announcer and he was like man i just wish he was still here to see this and i was like yeah right too. god because that was the thing that was like um yeah not a huge sports fan yeah. mostly concerned with movies and sort of stand up and all that but the uh the kansas city chiefs went to yeah is that your team if you have to claim a team no so i gotcha. if i have to claim a team it's gonna always be denver stuff but the the chiefs went to the super bowl and they hadn't in like so long yeah and the owner did you work at stanford and sons comedy club yes so uh, craig the, the glazer guys, yeah the guys, i'm telling it. it the heroin story yeah see him talking like this and I think that was his opener for, yeah, he right. played a video and then did a story and then brought the host up. Yeah, exactly. And he would also always talk about the movie that he was going to make about his life. And he is a fascinating dude. But- Didn't he die? He always, he did die. Yeah. And he died the year before. Oh, no. They went and he was the biggest oh, no. Kansas City Chiefs fan. So what we did was- There's the movie. Because we know about him. Right, exactly. We, me and my stand-up agent, who's a huge like friend of his, huge fan of his, thought he was so funny. So we both put like a crazy amount of money on the Chiefs, sort of in his honor, you know? And it's just too much money. We just put too much money. And then they fucking won. And it was amazing. And then the next year- Did you cry? The Chiefs, I think I did. That's Because it was so much money. Wow. And it, I mean, I'm not talking about $10,000, but it was like a lot of money. And then we won. It was insane. And then we were like, what are we going to do next year? Because the Chiefs got it. And so we did another huge bet, not as big, and they lost. Oof. But when they won, it's that's what it is. It's I love sports when it has some sort of emotional connection, some sort of emotional component. Yeah. And so I got really ex Actually, we did this. This is another funny thing. We we were in Las Vegas and Wise Guys. And at the end of the, the weekend, they were like, do you want us to give you any cash? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, you know, if you're because I never take cash, but I was like, I don't know. I'll probably fucking blow that. And then it led me to the story that Norm MacDonald in his rider, it was the whole rider, and then up top in red block letters, separate, it was like, do not give Norm money on the night of the settlement. Don't give him any cash, is gotcha. what it said. And it was because he would go and he'd blow it Fuck. at a casino, yeah. wherever the yeah. closest casino was. So that was so funny. So I found the rider and I showed it to everybody who were laughing. And I said, you know what? Give us $1,000 and we'll go name it. And they couldn't do that. So they gave us 500 bucks cash. And me and my buddy CJ Sullivan, who's hilarious on Instagram, you got to check out CJ Sullivan was taken. And we go and we're like, because I, I play craps, I don't bet on yes. anything else. I was like, well, let's go find a great craps table. We went and we went to one craps table. It wasn't good. We went downtown because the strip's horrible. And then some locals were like, you should go to El Cortez if you're playing. We're like, uh, well, how is it different? We go there. It's amazing. Everybody is there to play craps. The dealers love it. They're getting tipped all the time. We fucking play craps. And we like built a table. All these people heard everyone cheering because 
CJ rolled and he hit three points. Holy shit. And we were like putting on the six and the eight. There's only three bets and craps really. So we're doing that. Then I rolled and I hit like five points and two of them were nines and I was fully stacked. I had like three or four times odds. When you hit a nine and you've like done three or four times odds, you win like a thousand dollars right away. And so we did it and we fucking killed and we waited for somebody that had been for him to roll. It didn't go well. And then we just left and we did it all for Norm and Norm helped us win. So we kept our savings. Then we had the original Norm 500. We went to the sports book and we, you know, my buddy's like a professional gambler. CJ is kind of like, mm-hmm. and then he decided, he goes, we're going to put the full 500 on the avalanche mm-hmm. to win because you're from Colorado. I know this is the best bet and Norm's Canadian, so he loves hockey. And we did it and we watched the whole way through and I kind of got closer to my father because he and I were talking about, because you know he was falling like crazy and fucking Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. And I was emotional because I was like, I want, I couldn't, but I want to go back and celebrate, yeah. do the whole thing. And they're uh, my nephews, all my family lives in Denver. They were so, they were just going nuts. And that was amazing to watch that game, watch all of it. And when that happens, or when I always bet on the Super Bowl every year, when that happens, Kate kind of will come into it and love it. And so suddenly it's like me and my wife, she's not a sports fan, but we're just going nuts. We're so excited. So that's when I like sports. Connect, yeah. But you can get that from a movie yep whenever you put one on yep you can it's automatically in there <clears throat> you can you know what else you can get tj miller's special dear jonah on youtube streaming you can right get now. it streaming right now it's free unless you're lazy and cheap and you don't get don't it. be either one of those be excited and and uh profitable That's um, so great i'd like to throw a real quick 10 questionnaire questionnaire uh inside the actor studio i'm james lipton getting to know tj miller real quick we got two minutes here we go what is your favorite word you're kind of doing the accent. I like that. What is your favorite word? What's your favorite word? There it is. It's like almost- He was British. Uh, it's almost Welsh. It's almost Sean Connery. What was your favorite word? Um, favorite word? What is your favorite word? I like important because I say it with the T's. Kate always makes fun of me about that. Important. I like botanical gardens. Denver. Yeah. I got married at the Denver Botanical Gardens. Love that. Um, because my wife says botanic gardens, so that makes me laugh. Uh, but my favorite word is probably surreptitious. Great word. Use it in the sense. Surreptitiously. Uh, I was sort of surreptitiously trying to get Mo's phone number by doing this podcast. So, we'll edit in some laughter. What is your least? We'll edit in some laughter. What is your least favorite word? Um. I think it'd have to be something that everybody is saying, I don't know, fire in terms of using it as like, dude, that was fire. Yes. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, it's something like that. I think people should use mega more. I think mega is a pretty cool like word. Johnny Depp, say. it was a mega You point. know, my favorite word actually is cool. Love cool. Kate and I talk about what is cool and what makes people cool and whether or not someone is cool or not. So I think there's so much behind the word cool. And Calm, cool, I think, collective. I, you know what? I think bro. I hate the word bro. I hate when people say bro. Sometimes Kate and I will accidentally say bro to each other. I don't like that. Oof. But we call each other dude and man. She'll like be that. Like, What's up, man? What do you want to do right now? Great. She'll be like, dude, dude, shut the fuck up. What about bud? I like bud. 
My white rapper, bro- my white rapper brother-in-law, Durte, calls women broad still. Yeah. Broad, I don't think really works. Doesn't yeah. do much for you. Also, I like chick. Too much for you. And babe, I love babe. Love babe. Call a girl babe. Every girl wants to be called babe. Come on. Any girl who's like, don't call me babe. It's like I didn't call you like. Well, that's because they saw the movie Babe, and they were like, and they want that to do, pig. They want that to do. What turns you on? My wife. What turns you off? No, <laughs> that's just a joke. Yes. I didn't want to make it was so. Keep high. it. What is your favorite curse word? Um. Broad. <laughs> Shots no, fired. I don't Dante. like. I, I, I don't like. Uh, what's my favorite curse word? Yeah. Uh, fuck whistle. Cool. I do like that one, but you know, I'm I'm big into. Yeah, I do like that. I do. I think. I like you know, fuck not, with something not broad. else. I like fuck whistle. Yeah. Fuck bucket. Fuck bucket. Shit master. Fuck bucket was the original character name for Charlie Bucket in Willy Wonka's exactly. the Chocolate Factory. Mouth wiener. <sighs> awesome. I love that one. Yeah. No, I think you know. Uh, yeah, fuck can do so much for you. Yeah, I do like that. What sound or noise do you love? What sound? Sound or, or noise? noise do you love? I like the sound of rain. Me too. What sound or noise it's do you hate? Great. Um, my voice on of uh, someone else's voicemail. Oh yeah. No, I don't think it's. I don't hate it, but I always am surprised because my voice is very famous. A lot of people, if I wear a mask, they'll be like, "Oh, dude, I thought it might be you," but then when you talked, um, so I don't hate it. I'm just always surprised by it. I'm yeah. like, that's what I sound like, and that's what people respond know. to. Yeah, it's weird. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Psychologist, maybe neuropsychologist or something like that. Something that has to do with the brain because I can speak to, I had brain surgery, I had some of my brain removed, all of that. Yeah. And so it's easy to talk to people about being bipolar or manic, because I'm only manic, I'm not bipolar, but I struggle with mania because I have less brain matter, so it kind of overworks itself. Um, but I think psychologists would probably be what I would do. I think you would thrive in that, actually. I could see it. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Acting. Just kidding, you know? Keep it. If, uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, shit. I didn't clean the place at all. It doesn't look like this usually. Wow, dude. Good one, what a good answer. Just just, just wait at the gates. Wait at the pearly <laughs> gates. Give me like 10 seconds. I'm just going to throw. Then I come in and I'm like, oh, this is so big. You got a closet. Just shit falls out. <laughs> He's like, ah, I'm sorry, man. I don't know. You know, yeah, look, my it. wife's been out of town for a while. I'm like, who's your wife? He's like, Mrs. Claus. I'm like, wait a second. DJ Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Is Santa Claus God? <laughs> Dear Jonah. God Santa Claus? on YouTube now? That was a surreptitious approach to religion. You're the best. Thanks for having me, man. I love you, man. I love it. Watch Dear Jonah. Watch all the way through. At Teenage Millionaire on Huge Instagram and Twitter. Adam Ray. Go see him live. Go TJ. see him live. Not, so not another teen movie.com is the website. What is it? Not TJ Miller does, not have, does not have a website.com. What the fuck is yeah. not another teen movie.com? What if that I that would be hilarious if I had that? Go see Adam Ray live because I love you're so in the moment. Dear Jonah's in the moment. But don't you think Dear Jonah's so good. And you strike me as a guy who every night when you go on stage, you're like, let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, baby. And that that's Every why, show's different. That's why I love, love, love watching you. And I, oh, that's what you'll love about Dear Jonah. Can't Thanks for having me, Can't man. recommend enough. Was this fun? This was my favorite. I, I've always said to myself, I can't 
wait to be a guest a second time on what ended up happening the other <laughs> evening. Good night, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.